Good morning, dear friend. It's Carmen here. I'm so glad that you have joined me today as we continue to talk about God's promises. Now, if this is the first um, podcast that you're tuning in, go back and check out the first five. Those are promises that have gotten me through a lot of hard times and some good times, and I've seen God use His Word and His promises to meet me where I am. So go back and check out those first five. Uh, But today we're going to start with the sixth promise and pick up in a time of my singleness, which if I'm being real, that was probably one of the hardest times in my life. So I I really want to express how deeply impactful that this promise that we're going to talk about today has been for me and for my life. So grab you some coffee, grab your Bible, um, and let's, let's dive right in. It's amazing to me that God comes through on His Word time and time again. He is ever faithful, and we can be confident in His trustworthiness. It is so against the grain of our human nature that it is sometimes hard to fathom that He cannot break His promises, and He is incapable of doing that. So do you ever take trips down memory lane? I do quite often. I usually find myself reminiscing and going through mementos when I'm supposed to be cleaning. When I dust my bookshelves in my living room, I can't help but pull out the picture album sitting there and look through our wedding album or our engagement scrapbook or our daughter's baby book. I'm so easily distracted when it comes to memories. To be honest, I definitely do not mind the distraction while I'm cleaning, especially dusting. This week, I took one of those trips down memory lane, and I want to share it with you as it applies to the promise I want to talk about. As I mentioned in an early podcast, I was pretty boy crazy as a teen, and that my father passed away when I was a teen. To say that those years were tumultuous would be an understatement, but in the midst of the crazy and tragic, God was there, and now I can look back on a time in my life that from a human standpoint was a dark time, but from a spiritual standpoint, it was where I grew the most. I also mentioned the other day that God had placed a desire in my heart to be someone's wife, to be loved and accepted, and have a lifetime companion. All of those aspects of my life culminated in this promise. As I looked this week through my love box that I had lovingly prepared for my future husband, I was reminded that God had the plan. God had the future in mind. God knew the commitment he was asking me to make at 14 and how long of a commitment that would be. Why don't I stop being vague and get to the point? God impressed upon my heart at that very young age to love him first and to love my future husband second. What a crazy concept. Why would he entrust such a task to a mere child? God saw the potential that I did not see. He saw that in 12 years from that point, I would marry the man of my dreams. He saw that at the same time in my husband's life, he was making a similar commitment. Loving my husband at 14 involved leaning on God to bring this person into my life, keeping myself sexually pure until we had entered into marriage and protecting my heart for the one person who would cherish it for the rest of my life. I could not just throw my heart to anyone and expect to have it returned 100% intact. 
so I kept it to myself. So I guess you're wondering what the love box is. I will fill you in on that at the end. Let's get back to the promise. In that box this week, I found a letter I wrote to Brian, my husband, on the night he asked me to marry him. In that note was these words. During this time of our engagement, I want to share with you some of God's promises that have gotten me through my drought season of loneliness. The first promise is the one that I would read and say daily, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God knew his plan for my life, even when all I saw was loneliness ahead. He saw you and all the love. He saw us. He knew you were my future. Again, I am amazed at God's goodness. In a season that I would classify as lonely, he was preparing Brian and preparing me to come together to be a husband and wife that would make him proud. Now, let me get real for a minute. Behind this verse, Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven, may be the most quoted verse of scripture and quite possibly the most misunderstood. I'm not saying that this is a verse that guarantees that God is going to provide you with a husband. What I had to come to realize in that season of singleness, was that regardless if God blessed me with a husband, he sent Jesus to be my husband, my bridegroom. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. The promise was written to God's people, the Israelites, while they were in exile in Babylon. Why were they in exile? Because as a nation, they had disobeyed and committed some very horrible sins against God, And this was his season of discipline for them. At a certain point in their future, he would restore them to their home country. Without taking this verse out of context and without manipulating it to say what I wanted it to say, it is a promise that God used to bring me to a more disciplined walk with him. Hear me, ladies. Singleness is not a curse or a punishment for some type of sin, and it doesn't have to define you. It's a season of being able to devote 100% of your life, attention, and devotion to the bridegroom who gave you his life. So in my life, during the season of singleness in preparation for my role as a wife, I had to rely on the fact that Jesus was my hope and future. Regardless of who came into my life, God's plan for me was to know him deeper, love him with all of my heart, and make him known to a world needing to know his love, his plan, his hope, and his future for them. Let me tell you right now, plain and simple, it was a process. It took me 12 years. May have been a shorter time if I had not fought God at every turn. I had to throw away my plans and lean on his. His were, and are to this day, so much better. I can only give God credit for my marriage. For the man he saw fit to match me up with. We are living a life that God had planned. His promise has been true. For us, it has been the best plan. He is allowing us to prosper in our marriage because we relied on him. Will you do the same? Friend, try him out. His plans are so much better than ours. Let me pray for you today. Father God, I thank you that this promise is true that you do have plans for us 
plans that are hopeful for a good future, plans to prosper us, and we know that ultimately those plans were to bring salvation to us, to reconcile us to yourself through your son, Jesus. Your plans for our future is a a heavenly home where we will spend eternity with you. And God, in your goodness and in your plans for us, you see fit to give us good things here on earth. Thank you for the promise, this promise that you gave to me in my time of singleness. And I pray for my dear friend right now that is in her season of singleness. I pray that you would speak love and promises and plans for her future into her life right now. God, I pray she would rely on you, that she would know that you love her deeply and that she would trust you with her future. God, I thank you so much for Jesus. I thank you that because of him, I have a future with you. We have a future with you in heaven. And we pray it all in his name. Amen. So the love box. This is a box that I had made when I was 18. Yes, I'd made a commitment of purity at 14, but as an 18-year-old, I wanted to step up that commitment. So I got a shoebox, wrapped it in wedding paper, cut a slit at, in it at the top, and for the next eight years, any time I would think about my future husband or pray for him, I would write a brief note and stick it in the box. On the night before my wedding, I would give it to my future husband as a wedding gift, and I did just that. It was the best gift I could have given him. Thank you, God, for your direction, provision, and protection. Thank you for joining me today. Join me again next week. Please invite a friend to join us by subscribing to this podcast. Have a great day, my friend. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.